0: this podcast for a little more than a month now it's been amazing so far and it's beautiful to hear that most of you seem to enjoy it too i didn't really know what it was i was trying to create and i guess i still don't really know but i just love doing these episodes it's like meditation for me i just wanted to talk to you all and get to speak about things i care about and hopefully hear that you care about these things too I threw out on my social media that I wanted this episode to be a Q&A of sort, but more like a conversation between us. I got so many great questions and episode ideas and I have picked out a few that I will talk about today. Like I said in my first episode, I really do want this podcast to be more like a conversation. So, if you ever have any ideas of things that you'd like me to talk about or write about, questions or anything else, please tell me. Send it to me on social media or my email or anywhere else. Okay, the first question comes from the outlet on my chest. What do you feel is the hardest part of how your life is built these days? And what do you do to counteract some of those difficulties? Is it a scary thing? A challenge to rise to? A minor annoyance? Or a combination? Maybe a blessing in disguise? Well, except for being a starving artist like every other artist with a minimum income close to nothing, there are two things that I am mostly struggling with at this point in my life. Number one is getting around the feeling of having failed, of not having made it. As I think everyone does when you're young with a big dream, I embarked on this journey thinking that there would be some sort of making it moment. I thought there would be some sort of finish line where I would feel happy and successful and feel like now my life can really start. I made it now. But the longer I do this and learn about what it means to be an artist, and what it means to be a creator, and also by studying other people who do the same thing as I do, I'm learning that there really is no making it. So instead of walking around feeling failed, like I'm not good enough, or like I'm not doing good enough, I'm trying to learn to be in love with every single day. I'm trying to learn to love doing the work, whatever that is, without any thought of the outcome. So instead of feeling sad or frustrated because I'm not on a big tour with a big booking agent right now, or because I don't have a big publisher or a great manager to help me out, I am trying to just enjoy doing what I love every single second. I'm trying to be hopelessly, completely in love and in focus with the songwriting, doing the best I can, soaking up every particle in the room without thinking about what that song will lead to. I read this book a while ago called Blue Ocean Strategy. It's a business book, so it's a little dry, but it applies super well to whatever you're doing in life. It's talking about how, instead of trying to create something that already exists, like a similar product as another product, but create it a little better and then compete about being number one, you should find a blue ocean to inhabit, a free space where no one else is. Instead of doing better, do different. I don't think I'm a traditional artist who gets played on the radio and go on big tours, but. I found a blue ocean and created my own space to inhabit. My own path, my own thing, my own life, my own culture, my own vision. And I'm proud of that. So my goal and challenge right now is to inhabit that blue ocean completely and take this place proud and sure so no one can ever doubt that this place is mine and ours. And we have created something unique here. The second thing I've been struggling with the last year or so is loneliness. It never really bothered me before. I've been wheeling alone under the stars for many years. But as I have grown a bit and made my rounds, the few friends I had have built their own lives and I never made it a point to be a part of it. And now I'm alone. But to turn this point around. The last couple of months I have worked so much on myself, trying to return to a more compassionate, soft and loving state of mind. I have worked on not being so guarded and competitive, and I have made it a point to meet everyone I come across, with the aim of leaving them feeling excited about their own lives. That's it. I want to make people leave a short exchange with me, feeling inspired, excited and like their lives are really pretty great, because I acknowledge that. I have developed a deep spiritual practice through meditation and yoga, and the more I learn about feeling a little more connected to this place I'm in, the less lonely I feel, and the more okay I feel with my own life and my own path. By meeting people like that, just wanting them to feel a little better, I myself leave every single conversation I have feeling happy and light and grateful for that person because it was a genuine exchange and we both enjoyed it and I did not feel alone in it. So sometimes I feel lonely but I'm working on it. And I'm working on myself. Glenn Sargent from Belfast asks, what do you do to relax when you feel stressed or under pressure? Well. I meditate, I go running in nature, I practice yoga and I read a lot of books. I come to a point at least once every single day when I panic, when there are too many things I have to do and too many things I want to do and I don't have the resources and I feel tired and drenched and overwhelmed. In these moments I have learned to turn the laptop off and leave the digital world. I leave my goals and ambitions and instead, I just go outside in nature and silence. I read something that makes me feel connected to the universe. I write a short message to a friend just saying hi and I miss you. And when I feel calmer again, I go back to my world of goals and to-do lists with a steady mind and try to organize the chaos. I make lists, I work out what needs to get done, when and how, and I just make a plan. Cleaning up and organizing always makes a stressful situation easier to handle. Ellen asks How have you overcome the threshold to communicate face to face in real life, out of your comfort zone to any stranger crossing your path, so not people you know but strangers? That's a great question. But in some ways, I always found it easier to meet and connect with people who I have met through my music and books, like hanging out after a show to hug everyone. It's my favorite thing in the world. And I feel an immediate connection to everyone because when you connect with someone through music or art or books or philosophy, you're connecting through something much different deeper than maybe the street you grew up on or the school you went to or where you happen to work. Ellen also asks, have growth and self-confidence made you stronger in expressing yourself in comparison with a few years ago? I honestly think that my growth and self-confidence have made me more humble and caring and generous. Looking back, I think I was pretty selfish and competitive when I was younger. I wanted my biggest dream and nothing could stand in my way. Now, I care more about the inner impact I can have on people, both through my work, but also just through a conversation. So, I think rather than growing stronger in expressing myself, I have grown stronger in love and compassion. John sent me a few questions about writing, which I could talk about (laughs) for hours. And today I have just recorded a video where I talk about book publishing and writing and my own journey with it. So if you're interested in writing and publishing, please check that video out when it's up. John asks, when you are writing, do you decide on a theme or subject before starting or does it just pour out? Honestly it's different every time. Sometimes I walk around thinking about something for days and sort of collect my thoughts until I sit down and write about it. But mostly I figure things out as I'm writing. So for example, usually I write late at night before I go to sleep. I'm tired and the day has been either good or bad, with a lot of interactions or just solitude in my mind. I start writing and slowly I get into the flow and my judging brain shuts off and That's the golden spot. That's when I just write and the words flow free and I'm not sure what I'm writing about, but somehow my brain knows and I write and write until it stops and then I look up and I have somehow worked out a conversation or troublesome thoughts through my writing without really thinking. Maybe that's my subconscious mind, I'm not really sure. Other times I'm sparked by something I read or hear. It can be a lyric line in a song playing at a cafe, or a line in a book that jumps out of the page. Or a line in a book that just jumps off the page. One line can spark a whole universe of feelings and memories and characters and possible scenarios in my head, and I start writing. I start with that line and I just keep going. So it's really different every time. John also asks... Do the words come out of your head quicker than you can write them down? And how do you get around that? Yes, always. And I think that's why my writing has developed as some sort of stream of consciousness. I try not to think too much as I write. The editing and the judging comes afterwards. When I write, I just let the words flow to catch whatever my mind throws out. Lastly, John asks. Most of your writing has been discrete pieces of prose and poetry and memoir that you pulled together into your books. Can you see yourself writing a longer piece, a more traditional short story? Yes, and I have written some longer pieces, some short stories and some half finished ideas of non fiction books and even some ideas for novels. I think. What's stopping me from putting these books out at this point is that I'm still not confident enough as an author to have belief in my own capability of keeping a reader for that long. I'm sort of scared that people would get bored after a few pages, that they would put the book down, that I spent the whole book writing about a subject that no one is interested in. That's why I feel a little safer publishing my books of shorter pieces, because then I can offer more and several subjects and thoughts and moods and colors in one single book. But hopefully I'll grow into myself as an author and one day put out a longer book, uh, fiction or non-fiction. That's the beauty with writing and books and just being a creator, that I have so many ideas and things I would love to create. Both music and books but also other things and all that makes me so excited to just be a part of this. Every single day I'm trying to work on things that I really 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 want to create. I just want these things to exist in the universe and that's what keeps me going. I hope you have enjoyed this little side episode with questions. Again, if you have any other questions or ideas that you would like one episode to be about, please write it to me. I want us to create this podcast together. I also want to say a huge thank you to those of you who have given me a 5-star review on iTunes. That helps so much. It helps me to reach new listeners and hopefully find more people who enjoy what I do. In the coming weeks I will announce the publishing of my new fourth book. I will tell you the title, the publishing date and I will start sharing excerpts and writings from the book. I have been working on this book for a whole year and I am so excited to finally share it with you. As a final thought, I'd like to invite you to try to leave everyone you meet feeling a little better about themselves. Give people compliments smile to people say I really love talking to you or I just love being around you kindness is so simple and it costs nothing thank you for listening the learning stand up on my I hear telling me to walk on on my own